Welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT. Hi everyone, I'm John Lynn, the founder and chief editor at Healthcare IT Today. We're excited to bring you another in our series of interviews with top leaders in healthcare IT. Today we're at the Vive 2022 conference and we're with Mark McCurry. He's president and CEO of Veranova. Welcome, Mark. Thank you, John. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so Mark, I mean, you have quite an experience in the industry. You've seen a, a range of ways that healthcare organizations use clinical data, claims data, and with technology. T- tell us about that experience. So uh, the, the first thing I'll say is, wouldn't it be nice if you didn't have to ask me the question about data? Uh, because then we'd know, you'd know, yeah. where's the best hospital, where's the best EMR, who's the best physician, what is the best place where I can find a caregiver that really has a full comprehensive view of my data. Hmm. So the answer to that question, the short answer is, um, uh, the, the, the healthcare uh, marketplace is on a journey to get there. But because if you think about a hospital as being um, a collection of, of um, physicians providing services, it's more like a farmer's market than it is a Walmart. So you've oh, got all these, all these physicians producing uh, data around providing services, and then that data gets uh, blown in a thousand different directions. So the facilities that I think um, attack this problem the best are the facilities that look at a patient holistically, that look at a patient not because of sick care, but because of health care. And they're looking at patients to provide um, a holistic view of their health. So they're looking at providing maybe an encounter where the patient is sick, and they're treating that patient for that illness, but they're looking at holistically, what do we need to do to use data to move that patient into a better level of care or a better level of health, which would be a better way to describe it. Sure. Yeah. Well, you've talked with and worked with a lot of different organizations. So let's kind of do almost kind of case study of what you've seen. Like, how would you describe what an organization looks like that's unable to obtain and, and really leverage and, and use the, you know, clean data? Yeah, I think the pandemic really has exacerbated this issue uh, because people started getting healthcare services in parking lots. People yeah. were tested all over the place, mm-hmm. and that created a whole... Um, new challenge with healthcare data. So that provided problems for uh, private, uh, primary care physicians treating uh, their patients. Uh, where did you get tested? What was yeah. the result? When do we follow up? What level of care do you need because you did may you have COVID? Did you help on telehealth? So, yeah, so I mean, so uh, the, the, uh, the pandemic has really brought the need uh, for better organization and access to data. So I think the the facilities that really suffered the most mm-hmm. during the pandemic were rural health care providers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have the, the, uh, the funding and the services really to treat the number of patients that were presented to them. So we live in Oklahoma and during that period of time, the state had to bail many of the healthcare, rural health care providers out right. along with the government so that they could actually continue to provide services. The very reason for that failure was the lack in access of data. Interesting. So, I mean, we talk about kind of an organization that's not able to. What does it look like for an organization that is able to obtain and use and leverage clean, high-quality data? Well, that's the promise. Um, There are, I think, IDNs that do this relatively well. Um, And they do it well, I think, for a lot of different reasons. The primary reason 
for me, this is an opinion, mm -hmm. is because they employ their physicians. So the physicians are looking at a patient, not as an encounter, but you know, what is the, the journey this patient's on with a specific mm. disease, or how do we help them get to a, to a well state? Okay. Um, I can give you a, a, an example as a patient. I recently went, I'm in an executive healthcare program for, with a large IDN. I spent three days there and I saw probably about 12 different physicians. Wow. All of different disciplines and all coordinating their care mm. with me to provide the best outcome for me not because of the specific problem I was having, but more importantly, to get me on a path for wellness. Wouldn't it be great, John, if you walked down the, uh, the street and saw somebody and said, that person looks really healthy, I wonder where, who their doctor is. Uh -huh. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I would, it would influence my decision for yeah, sure. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. I think that's interesting. As you look at it, and you know, maybe as, you know, people listening and watching this, as they are, are there any like red flags that kind of indicate, oh, there's probably some work to be done when it comes to their healthcare data? Yeah, I mean, that's really a, a tough one because I think uh, everybody is struggling mm. with uh, capturing. Nobody has perfectly clean Nobody data. Nobody has. <laughs> that's fair. No one has perfectly <laughs> clean data. And, and the, the challenge too, John, is the lack of transparency mm. uh, in, the, in, the, in the market itself. I mean, wouldn't it be great if you knew that uh, this hospital was a James Beard Award-winning hospital for, yeah. you know, if you make the, um, the restaurant analogy yeah. and their sanitation grade, what their outcomes were, what, what the menu looked like for services, in this case for, for the menu and what it would cost, mm -hmm. then we wouldn't have to ask these questions. We'd know because it would be transparent to the entire community. Yeah. So we need to move towards more towards a consumer's model in healthcare, which is really hard when you're in a fee-for-service um, model moving towards value-based care, but moving very slowly towards value-based care. Yeah, it's interesting. If we knew who had clean data that could be trusted, I think we'd all make different choices, right? I mean, at the end of the day, I think that's the key is, do I as a patient and does the provider trust the data that is stored in those systems? Boy, it's, it's a great point. And the point is, is how do you find that out, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we know certain hospitals are good at certain procedures. Uh, they're really great people that treat cancer. There are good, good facilities that treat uh, neck and back injuries. But uh, rarely do you see uh, the published outcomes. What is the long-term prognosis for patients? A lot of hospitals are beginning to do that now in conjunction with the payer marketplace. And they're forming these, what I would call pay viders, uh -huh. where they're actually beginning to provide a little more transparency around mm -hmm. the outcomes uh, for those um, uh, very important procedures. Yeah. The good news for me is that at least we now have the data. It's not stuck in a paper chart somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. Um, the, the other challenge with having the data is that it's scattered about in a thousand different places. So the, there is a, a good path to try to fix that, uh, but it has to start with the point of entry, and that means facilities really need to have strong data governance. Yeah. This is where you enter the data. Uh, most physicians, because they're really busy and they're treating patients, mm -hmm. are typically you know jotting down notes. Those notes about the patient end up in the EMR in the notes section, which is discrete data, which really is not digital data. That has to be transcribed or sure. put through NLP a natural or... language processor, and then it becomes actionable. So it's it's a it's a very challenging problem in the industry, and one I think we're tackling. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for sharing all your insights and perspectives, and thanks everyone for watching. If you want to find more great healthcare IT content like this, be sure to check it out at healthcareittoday.com.